0: Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. Welcome back to the Brodo Heat Wave, powered by the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. 32 teams in 32 days, brought to you by the Brodo team, Mike Petrop, Jason Petrop, Tim Petrop, and Santiago Casanova. It is the bittersweet end of the summer heat wave because that means football is around the corner. And before we get started today, we want to tell you about the Fantasy Football by Brodo app because it will be continuing into the season. There are other apps out there that help you prepare for your draft, but there are no other apps that will prepare you for fantasy like we will during the season every week. So go now while it's free and download the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. Today, we are ending the heat wave with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, here with Jason. Before we get started, follow, get that app, get that app. You get on the app, fantasy player cards, who to draft tool, player comps, podcasts, consistency charts, game logs, coaching tendencies, articles, rankings, waivers, advanced stats, and exclusive stats like true throw value, true target value, true performance value, and tons more. It is free right now for a limited time. Thanks to our patrons over at patreon.com. Please go over to patreon.com and support the community. We we recently hit a, a career high in, in patrons, so we really appreciate the support, and if you haven't joined the Patreon yet and you've been a, a fan for a while, we would really appreciate appreciate your patronage. We promise it goes a long way. It goes right into the app. It goes right into you know paying for the stuff that we need to make this happen. It goes right back into the company. Like none of us have seen a dollar from any of that. We put anything, everything right back into the company. So you know um, what you're doing is going towards uh, making this company something that will help you win fantasy championships forever. Um, but not only that. You get great things on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Broto Fantasy. Uh, You get to join the community on Discord. You get to play in leagues with the Broto Bros. You get an extra podcast per week, which is the waiver podcast during the season, private team consultations, free giveaways, DFS optimizers, and so much more. And as always, the Broto Hub is BrotoFantasy.com, where you can find all things Broto. So this is it. We are here again. Once again, the Mike McCarthy offense and take two because we can't really like I, I was looking at, you know, I, I was going to give you stats from last year. It, it's, it's disingenuous to give you stats from the from the Cowboys last year, because when Dak Prescott was in, they were on a historic pace to set records. Um, then he got hurt and they still have the sixth ranked offensive line going into the season. They still have some very good players on that offensive line. This is going to be a whole new ballgame, and it starts with Dak Prescott. Uh, Right now, Dak Prescott, his ADP is is plummeting for some reason. Usually you see a—I don't want to say plummeting. It's not plummeting. It's going down, though. Uh, You start to see other quarterbacks rise above him. For me, he's my quarterback five. He's one of the big five. When I say the big five, I mean Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. To me, that's the big five quarterbacks that I'm okay with you taking early on in your drafts. But the best part about Dak Prescott is right now you can get him later in your drafts for a value. And I think Dak is going to have a phenomenal year. It's because of the things that he's surrounded with. Now, there is something to note. Dak's success is not guaranteed. All right, Dak's success is everyone remembers the Dak from two years ago, and it kind of makes them forget that Dak wasn't the greatest player on earth before two years ago. He was kind of just average. In his career, he's finished as the QB6, the QB10, the QB15, and the QB3. So he's had his up and downs in his career. Uh, but with that being said, I don't think there's any way he has a down throwing a C.D. Lamb and throwing to Amari Cooper and with Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott and even Tony Pollard out of the backfield, Blake Jarwin and and uh, Dalton Schultz at tight end. It's a Michael. I didn't even mention Michael Gallup. It's it's just an embarrassment of riches over there, and I think that Dak will spread the ball around behind an offensive line that's going to give him plenty of time. To spread that ball around, I don't see nothing but explosion out of this Dallas Cowboys offense. Jason, do you concur?
1: I concur, yeah. I have Dak Prescott as my quarterback five. Um, I had him a little higher when the preseason started, but he already dealt with an injury this season. He is coming off of an injury, and the other four guys in front of him are just so good. Um, So it's, it's nothing against Dak, but I have him at five, and I just expect him to do. Big things. Now let's not. So I'm going to talk. I'll get to the wide receivers. But Dak Prescott was legit on pace for like 8,000 yards last year. So take everything with a grain of salt. Because when you extrapolate, like a lot of people say, Amari Cooper was the wide receiver one the first five weeks. Yeah, he was. CeeDee Lamb was the wide receiver 12. Yes, he was. Michael Gallup was the wide receiver 29. Okay. Fine. They're wide receiver one, twelve, and 29. Sure. Dak's not going to throw for 8,000 yards. So then you need to decide what does that mean? To me, that means I'm not touching Gallup. I see the upside. I know that he's good. But you know what's more telling to me than the fact that he was wide receiver 29 with Dak last year? It's that he was immediately the wide receiver 3 to CD line. Immediately. So If we expect CeeDee Lamb to take this jump forward, where do we expect the targets to come from? From Amari Cooper? Probably not. From Michael Gallup? Yeah, probably. So at ADP right now, I'm not the biggest Michael Gallup guy. And then Michael's probably kicking himself for missing this heat wave because Michael has CeeDee Lamb above Amari Cooper. Michael loves CeeDee Lamb. And it's hard to not because it's hard not to love him. His true target value last season, considering he saw targets from Ben DiNucci and co, was 50th. He ended 28th in points per That's ridiculous.
0: The talent is
1: there. That's a ridiculous stretch. That's a ridiculous leap. leap. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He finished 22 spots above expectation, basically.
0: That's fucking ridiculous.
1: So the talent's obviously there. And even considering all of that, he only played 65% of the snaps last year because 91% of the time he was in the slot. They're already saying he's going to go outside more. And he saw the 22nd most wide receiver targets last year, even though he only played 65% of the snaps. There's a reason why you're paying a premium for CeeDee Lamb. It's because he's a fucking stud and he's going to get more work. Yep, He's the worst kept secret in fantasy. He's going to break out. This so year. I also have CeeDee Lamb one spot ahead of Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, you're drafting for the safety. He used to be a Tyler Lockett-esque up-and-down guy in the Raiders. Since he came to the Cowboys, he's been a wide receiver two or better in almost half half of his games. He's finished outside of the PPR wide receiver 19 one time in the last five years. He was wide receiver two or better in the five of the first six games last year. He's as safe as they come, and he has upside. So Amari Cooper you're drafting because you know he's going to end as wide receiver 15 at the end of the day. CeeDee Lamb you're drafting hoping that he ends as wide receiver 5, not 15, or even 1. That's why I'm ahead of Cooper, and I don't love Gallup this season. Yeah,
0: I, I'm i a Cooper guy this year. I think that the one thing that we had a problem with with Amari Cooper uh, the last few years was... He sucks against really good corners. Um, he tends to shrink when he goes up against the Jalen Ramseys and uh, the Tredavious Whites of the world. But when he doesn't, he he succeeds. Now, CeeDee Lamb is going to be moving on the outside. He's clearly the more talented of the two. That's probably the guy that number one corners are going to start covering more often which means Amari Cooper is going to completely dust these number two corners. Like He he struggles against these number one corners, but he dusts guys who aren't elite. So I think that Amari Cooper is, is another guy who's the sky's the limit here. I, I think they can both be wide receiver ones easily. But I just don't know how much work that leaves for Michael Gallup. Another guy I'm high on in this offense is Ezekiel Elliott. I think that last year it was Dak. That was the reason why he didn't perform. Like, if you look at Ezekiel Elliott's game log on the Brodo app, it's just green. Like, this guy is just always a RB1 every time he plays, except last year where Dak didn't play because he was injured. Um, even last year, played well but was just a bust at his ADP. How are you looking at Ezekiel Elliott? Because for me, he's the fifth guy off my board on draft boards.
1: Yeah. I'm going to Zeke Elliott as I get it. He should still be a first-round pick. I'm not going to have him on my team. I prefer Aaron Jones. I prefer DeWante Adams. I prefer uh, Chavez Kelsey. I might even prefer Derrick Henry. And then I'm getting into the Eckler-type range. I get it. I get why Zeke is going where he is. He was running back three last season with Dak. Average almost 20 points per game. But he also had a negative rushing yards over expected for the first time in his career. He was 65th in points for opportunity, excluding touchdowns. Now, this has to do with the fact that Dak was out. But Tony Pollard wasn't wasn't as bad as Zeke last year. Like, Tony Pollard looked explosive when he was getting touches. Zeke didn't. That's the issue. Like, Zeke didn't pass the eye test last year. Even so, with everything that happened, he was the RB11. So there's always a safety blanket with Zeke because he's going to get work and he's on a good offense. So I get why you're taking him fifth. I just don't know if he might be wearing down. He's had a lot of touches in his career. He's only twenty, what six at this point. He's not an old guy, but in terms of touches... He's reaching that 1,800 touch threshold, which is where our running backs typically start breaking down. He's 26.
0: Where's he at? Where's he at now?
1: He's 26 years old. How many touches? Oh, I will tell you in a second. That, uh, while I'm looking up the touches, I'll just tell you that I'm not touching um, tight ends either. He's at 1,654 touches. It's a lot, man. Yeah,
0: but he's not reaching 1,800 this year. Maybe he is. He's it. He definitely is. Yes, he is. What yeah, do you he mean? Is. He but needs it, but, I mean, but he's, doing it. he's reaching 1,800 at the end of the
1: year. What do you mean he needs 36? He, he needs 136. 136, I said. Yeah. Look at everything. All of his numbers just drop from his rookie season to last year. Like, everything he just got. He's getting worse. I still, I I still think he's a
0: top top five player, right now. He's just on too powerful of an offense. He's gonna have too many opportunities. The dude's gonna touch the ball twenty times a game. His quarterback is literally his best friend. Literally, he's gonna touch the ball twenty times a game. Rain. <laughs> um, Blake Jarwin <laughs> in the tight ends. Blake Jarwin is someone that I I find interesting. Um, I have him ranked kind of high. Uh, compared to expert consensus, uh, I have Blake Jarwin ranked 14th. Um, I think that... Really? Yeah. I think that he might get some touchdowns, and he's just going to be touchdown dependent. So I might move him down a little bit, but I have him in like that mid-range, tight end two area.
1: How are you feeling about him? I mean, I last year he was a giant sleeper for everyone, and yada, yada, I get it, whatever. I mean, but he's never really done anything in his career. Dalton Schultz is still there, and they have so many weapons. Like, we just talked about how many fucking weapons they have. So, Blake Jarwin's going to be the fifth option at best, sixth if Tony Pollard gets more touches this year. And then if Dalton Schultz sees passes too, He's like the sixth and a half option. I I don't want a six nice. and a half option. I'm making up a term. Yeah. I'm making up a term. That's how low of his option is.
0: You're right, Jason. I think I gotta I gotta I gotta drop Blake Jarwin. He's dropped down to nineteenth.
1: <laughs> I just did a little reshuffle of my tight ends. As and especially because you have to take into consideration the tight end on the parsnippities We the best music. Facts. <laughs> uh, the last team on this heat wave list.
0: So basically, we like almost all the players in the Cowboys, like draft Cowboys, unless they're a tight end, eh. and unless it's my at Gallup. eighty
1: at ADP. I don't love Zeke and Gallup. You are you suck. That's why though. I get Zeke. If you want to do it, I get it. I I I won't be surprised if he proves me wrong. But Gallup, I'm not gonna have on any of my teams.
0: What about one injury away? Who's the guy? Tony Pollard.
1: Tony Pollard for sure. Yeah, oh.
0: I know this is a. Sh- it's kind of bittersweet. This is a short heat wave. It's because it's it, this is an easy team to break down. There's not many surprises. This is the most like covered team in the league. Even the national shows talk about them every day. Talking about the Cowboys,
1: knocks. Michael Irvin is replacing Max Kellerman on first take.
0: Is that right, Michael Irvin?
1: So ESPN is going full clickbait there. Yeah, it's just gonna... just two people yelling at each other every <laughs> day for an hour. <laughs>
0: Well, I've, I stopped watching that show a long time ago. Max Killerman. Yeah, there's going
1: to be endless Twitter clips with no one actually tuning in.
0: Max Killerman is the GOAT, in my opinion. Just putting that out there. Um, Jason, where can they find he you? He did get
1: a little absurd on first take. Did he? Uh, Andre I-
0: Igwadala. Yeah, I don't know. You that was, see that clip? Yeah, that was. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of famous at this point. <laughs> yeah. But Max Killerman is the truth, man. I fuck with that guy. Where can they find you, though, Jay? at F Jason find me at F Tim you can find Michael at Brodoff Mike you can find uh, Cass at Brodo FF Casanova oh yeah at Brodoffantasy everywhere that you could find us Instagram, Twitter, TikTok that's it man the heat wave's over we've done it we've done it it's over? it's over which means the season it's
1: over now I
0: thought hurricane season was over it's time what movie is that from? I thought hurricane season was over. I don't know. Pineapple Express. Hmm. Come on, son, get your get your get your Judd toe up. Um, yeah, we can't wait to be with you guys during the season. Join Patreon for the waiver podcast. We'll be here with the podcast every week uh, during the season as well. You know how we do. Um, it's been a fun off season. Lots of takes. Lots of uh, battles. Lots of theories and drafts and draft picks and now it's all going to come to fruition. Who was right? Who was wrong? We're about to find out in the 2021 season and I can't wait. Um, yeah, the next time we talk to you guys, we'll maybe drop a surprise episode. Uh, we are working on a surprise episode um, in between now and the start of the season. So stay tuned for that. But um, we will be back with our first week preview uh, soon. And we'll be that's wild, yeah, right. We'll be throwing all this stuff in the in the trash, and we'll be making week one rankings. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, we're excited to have this season. We're excited for what's going on with Brodo and the Brodo app. Thank you for everyone who has downloaded the app already. If you have not downloaded the, download the app, please download the app. Uh, it's free. There's literally nothing to lose, and I promise you, if you if you even are interested. In fantasy football, it, in the slightest to the point where you want to put in the work. You know you know how some people like fantasy football, but they don't really care. Like, It's not really for those people all the way, although we have some cool stuff. It's for people who are like, I love fantasy football. I want to be the best at it. What And every tool you need is right in the app. And we did it basically for ourselves. We did 32 teams. I promise you I reached outside the app for stats maybe twice. Yeah. and it was just like dvoa which is which if we could have it available on our app we would but fantasy fantasy outsiders makes that exclusive and i understand why it's a great stat but besides that like it's all on the app like everything that we did is available on the app so we're we're not we made it we made it more for, as much for ourselves as we, as we did for you because we know we know what it takes to figure out who's going to be good at fantasy so wanted to give you a complete tool yeah yeah jason is a man of many words uh with that being said we'll see you next time peace out everyone for the last time heat wait.